0: Hello and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. I'm your co-host Erin. And I'm Brianna. And today we have on each other. <laughs> That's the best way we could put it, folks. That's the best way. Oh my god, she just winced so hard at me. Everyone. I never wince. I made a facial movement.
1: It was great. It felt like oh it doesn't matter. Um so, well today <laughs> it's just us, no guest. We are uh actually we're gonna hit up some emotional real estate in tabletop role playing games because uh, if you didn't know, tabletop role playing games can be a ton of fun. Uh but they can also be a way to explore emotions that maybe you don't get to examine in your everyday life or maybe you avoid examining in your everyday life. So now we're gonna examine them here in the form of a game.
0: <laughs> uh, what avoiding emotions? I, I... lies, slander. I <laughs> am a slab of concrete.
1: I have no emotions. I also am terrified of my emotions sometimes, but I really like the idea that there are people who create uh, mechanics for people to process, mm-hmm. I mean emotions. I mean, even though the game that we're playing right now isn't necessarily about ourselves, we are creating people who are experiencing emotions and it's not necessarily about us
0: well not to bring up critical role again but to bring up critical role again um i always remember for i think exandria unlimited um oh gosh anjali i believe uh she is spoilers a guest actress who comes in halfway through and she talks in the kind of like wrap-up about how like sometimes you don't feel like a badass and sometimes you like you pr- she projects that onto her characters and then like it allows her to be like oh this is what a badass can feel like and then like you can take that back or I don't know maybe maybe one of us needs a good cry today and uh <laughs> we can <laughs> do it through this yeah <laughs> I, but
1: I actually really like um I mean exploring deeper emotions and I think I mean I'm I'm a, yeah. I'm in a place right now where I'm like I feel like Hiding from the the emotions that make me weepy is probably just going to make the crying worse when it actually happens. Um, and feeling the full range of emotions, while distressing it can be at the time, is ultimately I think a really good thing. This sounds like very clinical and i feel <laughs> i'm sorry i'm starting to feel a little awkward um but you know that's what this game is for isn't it because it lets you um experience things and you don't have to talk about your own emotional capabilities um as if you are in therapy because you are on air so instead you can play games and it's
0: almost a swerved real hard right out of that she's like absolutely really, not yeah i <laughs> really field. i needed a moment
1: i need a moment listen We always use safety tools and sometimes you need a safety tool for your life and you say, oh, we should back up. But but yeah, like the game that we're playing today is going to be definitely an interesting one. And I mean, let's just talk about it now. Um, It's a game describes itself as a game about uh, emotional and emotional trauma and memory. It's actually, there's a dedication that says it's to those of us who can only remember the emotions of a situation and not what happened, uh, who have complete parts of our life we can no longer remember, to those of us who have lost part of who we are because our memory no longer functions, uh, to people like me. Um, it's written by Kate Bullock. This is a game called Remember Me. Uh, we're just going to name it now. Um, and it's a game about the struggles of connecting with other people and uh, memory I mean, sometimes other people will have memories of you that you're not sure that you have. And sometimes all you can do is rely on your emotions as well. So it's like an exploration of that in a game.
0: Pretty interesting, huh? (laughs) I was telling Aaron pre-recording, I knew this game was going to hit hard just because it's the same name as the song from Coco. That no matter when I hear it, just burst into tears. Mm. But yeah. It is, memory is a fascinating thing, and it's weird how you can very distinctly remember something that might not even have happened to you, but, like, the situations around it could have influenced what, like, I very distinctly remember seeing Beauty and the Beast as a child in theaters. I was born a month before Beauty and the Beast came out. Ooh, God, that just aged me, right? Real hard. Um, (laughs) But, like, there is no way my parents took me to see Beauty and the Beast as, like, a one-month-old, but I very distinctly remember seeing it, so... Hmm. It's it's fascinating how like your brain can like change how things are perceived by you.
1: People can get very intimidated by the fact that like your memories rewrite themselves as you get older. Like you remember different mm-hmm. things. Um but I I mean I think that's just kind of part of the odd creativity of us being people who remake ourselves constantly. So mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think I'm about ready to just dive into this. What about you? Let's do it. Hell yes. Um, and thank you to our listeners for coming along this journey. Obviously um, at this point we'll do I guess a brief content warning that this will get into some emotional uh, territory in terms of uh, memory trauma and relationships so if this is something that you are not interested in exploring today please by all means step away go listen to our chaotic Halloween episode um, where we were on a ship and I uh, (laughs) 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 and um, a lot of stuff happened which was a lot Um, we have plenty of other stuff to listen to if you want to check that out you know where to go, we're a podcast just look for gameplay radio Um, we do have like lines and veils here we're not allowed to give each other memories that involve uh, sexism racism, homophobia, transphobia sexual assaults anything like so we're also going to be taking care of ourselves as we do this too But before we uh, actually get into the action of exploring this territory, we should do some on-air reads. Uh, So we're just going to zip right through those right quick, and then we will get into some emotional territory, my friends. Happy November. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on air and allows us to continue the work in our community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax-deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate. Well, all right, that is it. Um, I think it's time to get into it. Yee. Um, again we were playing remember me it's by kate bullock it is a very it is a game where both of us are going to be playing two different characters who have been in a relationship with each other of some kind of love it specifies here when we created uh the game that we could choose many different types of love because there are many types of love and we've chosen a group that is uh I guess several types actually we have platonic and then romantic and then broken so um, a lot of love to explore here Uh, basically the setup of the game is that we use a six-sided die and at any given time one of us is the rememberer and the other one is the witness so what happens in that moment is we each roll a six-sided die the rememberer gets a prompt uh, and the witness gets an emotion. The rememberer is going to use the prompts to basically start telling a story, a memory about the other character, them together. And the witness will use the emotion that they have on hand to kind of guide their questions and prompts to prompt the rememberer to tell the story. The rememberer's job is to try to make the story seem as real as possible, essentially to make it seem like it was a real memory. Um, because the idea is that at the end of the story, the witness gets to decide if they want to integrate the memory, accept it as truth and integrate it into their identity, or reject it, and then have that memory haunt you as, like, uh, was this real or was this not, but I don't think so, kind of a thing. Um, we go back and forth until we're tired of it, or in this case, until the hour is over, um, and then once it is over, once we're, like, done going back and forth with memories... We will kind of reassess together uh, through these memories who we think we are, who we think the other person is, and if we still want a relationship with each other. Our characters, our characters. These are our characters. Uh, at any given time after this point, when we talk about memories, we're talking about our characters, unless we say out of like above character, I guess. Uh, we created our characters ahead of time. So I guess we'll just describe our characters and then get on into it. Sound good? Missing anything? Sound good.
0: I uh, don't think so. Great. You want to describe your character first? Sure. My character is named Rose. Uh, she is a bookseller uh, and she is incredibly in love with just stories and her like love of... Uh, Aaron's character, who I will not spoil that name for, um, is very much because uh, she trusts them because that character lets Rose just go off on tangents and just talk and talk and just, good lord, keep talking. But like everything Rose says is just gold and great stories. Um, and so, also, we're going to get into the traits. And so, for that, uh, before recording, we basically, I would describe a negative trait that, um, Aaron's character had. And so she did the same for me as well with good traits. So my bad trait, uh, as described by Aaron's character is Rose gets very loud when feeling any emotion. So when she's very angry, when she's very sad, when she's very excited, she just ramps up her voice like very loudly. Uh, but a good trait is she's very perceptive and empathetic and like can tell when someone really needs, uh, to be hugged. Uh, not prophetic, which is what I thought, because I'm falling <laughs> apart. Erin, uh, who's your character?
1: Uh, first, let me just tell you, Brianna, that you're doing great. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, baby. Um, right, so my character is Lana. She, her. Uh, she works as a live show theater tech and it—that's really she really connects to the job because she really loves being kind of a part of the the story, the performance of it, the spectacle. But she doesn't like being the center of attention. She doesn't like being on stage. She's kind of she likes being part of it, but not it exactly. And uh, her traits that she has are that were given to her by Rose are that. Um, like in terms of like socializing situations and parties i'm someone who uh behaves like i'm like basically i'm like i'm too smart and too good for the people around me and it's true but i don't need to be a dick about it essentially is the vibe that i get uh from that and also um i am a habitually thoughtful person that i do things to express care on um, a very like consistent basis like for example bringing Rose uh, like her favorite flowers every Monday kind of a thing um, and that's kind of me I guess
0: cool so I guess the next question is who is the rememberer and who is the witness right that's the question
1: well we do have six sided dice here should we roll sure Uh, we'll say the higher number goes, uh, rememberer. Okay. Um, I got a six. I got a five. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. So I guess I'm the first rememberer. So that means that I will be telling the memory. I will be describing a memory first. So both of us should roll. I'm going to be rolling for, um, a prompt for the emotion of the of the memory a way to start and i'm going to start telling the story um and you're going to roll and rose you're going to roll for a um a, an yeah. emotion that you have connected to the memory that you don't remember yeah uh the emotion i rolled was frustrated oh good that's perfect because i'm mad <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> okay um all right This was um, when we were when we were dating. I assume we've broken up by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back to trying to figure out platonic. We were at a restaurant or we were trying to we were trying to go and um, we had this like date plan. We were gonna go to this like fancy restaurant or whatever and um, we went there and they didn't have a reservation. I'd called ahead of time, I double-checked, I had talked about, I put it on the calendar, you heard me make the call, um, I was really excited about it, and we all went, and they didn't have the reservation, and you got very aggressive with them. You thought that they had done it on purpose, that they were, like, trying to pull one over on us and trying to kick us out, and you were starting to get into a fight with this poor hostess this poor host that was there at the front of the restaurant and uh nothing i did mattered because you were just so determined to get us in you were just like i I, you always get so like (laughs) loud when you're angry that you can't even hear me you didn't even hear me when i spoke to you when i tried to suggest that maybe it was the other location that i had booked the reservation at if i had like booked it at the wrong place You didn't even, like, I tried to call um, and figure it out. And I think it it actually was, the reservation was for the other place. But you were just so determined to get us in there because we already were there that it was just, it just kept getting, I mean, it, it was starting to escalate. And I, nothing I did mattered at all.
0: Why was I so furious? Like, was there... Something about that night, were we in a group or was it like an anniversary or something?
1: Yeah, it was, um, actually it was a makeup anniversary for us because we weren't able to celebrate on our
0: actual anniversary. And why was that? Were you working again? I have a feeling you worked late a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I had a, um... I had, like, a last-minute call-in for a show because those hours are always a fucking nightmare, but um, I was really trying to... I I felt absolutely terrible, and I was being... I was trying to be really sweet and make all of these plans, Um, but I think maybe you were... I think maybe you were angry about how... This was a night that we had been planning for a while and then I planned it a second time so that we could go and you were just taking it out on this host. You I mean you just you were upset and you wanted your night and you were going to have your night.
0: Did I usually make the reservations at places and like this was kind of like you messed up this time or like did you have a history of kind of like mixing up the the restaurants? We kind of Shared
1: the load of planning things, like, in terms of, like, big dates that we were going to do. We were taking turns. Um, I think that this was supposed to be, like, your turn the first time. Um, like, when I had to miss for my show that I was on. But um, the theater just, like, called, and I was really trying to make it up to you, and I think I maybe rushed it a little bit and trying to fix it. And, like, obviously I felt really guilty about messing it up but I we had been in a relationship for long enough I mean we had known each other as friends for longer that I thought that your response was stronger than maybe it was warranted for such a small mistake because I was I was tired I had long days and I had just directed us to the wrong place
0: I might have missed this, but did you say that you tried to talk to the hostess? Like, did you double check if it was the right place or was I just getting because I can kind of see me getting mad at the hostess, but I also feel I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. I also feel that like I would have only gotten that mad if you hadn't like, did you like let Mm -hmm. kind of fall back and let me kind of take over it? And then I just got like angrier about it. Like, when when we went up, I I asked them to double check that we had the the reservation,
1: and they said no, and then you stepped in and got angry, like, very quickly, and, I mean, you said something, like, a little bit rude, and the host also said something a little bit rude, and, like, that set you off, and then it was just um, basically kind of you yelling at a host who had kind of closed off. I, I tried to tell you to stop, but whenever I tried to, like tell you hey we actually like it was the wrong place you would just wave me off you
0: were like you were very focused i think i might accept this memory Hmm. but also i think that my anger was justified if that is actually what happened
1: so it sounds like you're integrating this memory yes So in that case, there are actually a couple of prompts here. I mean, unless you have anything else that you want fleshed out, I feel like I've fully fleshed out, like, the memory here. Do you agree? Do you have anything else to comment? No, I don't think I do. Uh, Then to integrate the memory, you say, thank you for reminding me and ask, who does this make me? And I will tell you. Um, And then you ask yourself, who does this make you? And you answer for yourself. So thank you for reminding me. Mm -hmm. And who does this make me? Um, this makes you someone who, when you want something done a specific way, you need it to be done that way immediately, and you need someone to concede, even if you're wrong. And then,
0: who does this make me, to me? Mm -hmm. Uh, I am someone who gets frustrated, and people don't stand up for the things that they if you had the reservation and you should have kind of like fought for your place at the reservation and you could have double checked with the restaurant to see if there was an extra space because we already had the reservation but you did like uh, Lana's character did not stand up and just kind of be like okay I've messed this up can I just get your business here so having to jump in to fight that battle is the person I do but that does not make me happy about it okay
1: okay now, we go on to another memory.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Do you wanna roll again for the rememberer and the witnesser?
1: So now um, Witness we just roll and then you start a memory and I have an
0: emotion. Okay. So, <laughs> scared. Awful. Oh, I hate how these are correlating a lot more than I want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was scared because of after one of your shows, you were supposed to, I I guess there was some crossed communication because I was supposed to drive home with you. At least that's what I thought. And you had taken the public transportation of the city of which I don't know where you live in um, home because you thought I was actually going out with some friends that night and so I was just kind of waiting at this darkened theater by myself and because you were I'm assuming underground in this public transportation um you couldn't answer your phone and I just kept texting and texting and I'm not really sure where you had crossed where we had crossed lines uh in that you thought I was going to spend time with a friend especially since it was after your show um but like you didn't eventually I realized after like 20-30 minutes that I should just start to head home and you just kind of didn't react as much as I thought you should when I got home and told you that you had basically left me why would I not react to the fact that you came home you reacted actually in the way that like oh you're home early like I thought you were out with I thought you were still out with so and so, but not so much that like you didn't see you when I mentioned that we were supposed to leave together, you were like, oh, well, you can you could have just hopped on the train after me once you realized I wasn't there., uh, I don't think because like we do live in a city with like plenty of public transit in this mysterious city that may or may not be New York. Um and so to you, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal when you realized that. Um, when I realized that you weren't there, but I had just been waiting and I just kept thinking you abandoned me. I feel like everything went wrong
1: when you came into the apartment and barely said anything at all.
0: Oh well, yeah, I was kind of pissed because I had been texting you. And like, I know you have this terrible thing of like, you'll check your phone sometimes and sometimes you'll put it down. But like... You would think after, like, multiple calls and multiple texts, you would possibly pick up that I was a little upset and not just, like, drunk dialing you when I was out with my friends. How did that miscommunication happen? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. But I just remember you just left me there. Had I ever done that before? Like, once or twice. And, like, before it wasn't really a big deal because... Like, usually it was during the day, and, like, your th- it was in kind of a place that I kind of knew, but your theater's kind of in this, like, back alley that isn't super well-traveled, and it's not that, like, it's impossible for me to, like, hop on a train from there, but, like, I don't particularly like walking there at night alone, so it was a little weird that you just left me there. Was this before or after we got together? After. How long were you angry at me? It's not even like a a period of time of anger. It's just that like in the back of my mind, it always stays there. It probably was like a flash in the pan where like I was only angry for like a few hours, but like, I just know that you were, whether on purpose or not, you were willing to leave me there. Did we ever talk about it later? No, we we never did.
1: I kind of want to reject this memory. (laughs) Boo. Okay. So to reject the memory, I say, I don't believe you.
0: Um, But I still ask, uh, who does this make me? It makes you someone who can be so wrapped up in your work that sometimes you don't remember certain things. And so, like, I know you are very good at remembering to buy me flowers or buy me chocolates, on, like, when I'm not feeling great, but sometimes you're so focused on getting to the next destination that you don't take kind of stock as to what's going on around you. Um. now you ask why I don't believe you. Why don't you believe me?
1: I can't imagine a situation in which I wouldn't want to be around you. So any moments where we were, like, having time separate, I would definitely I would definitely note I'm so detailed in the theater check that I do that it's hard for me to believe that I would forget something like this
0: Hmm. integrated memory stay with the witness rejected memory stay with the rememberer so I have all of them
1: (laughs) I know you you really have all the memories I'm
0: Thanos of memories
1: yeah (laughs) alright let's go again your turn
0: to Marshall be witness, to my turn. turn.
1: To be remember, witness me. Witness. Okay. What are you, Erin? I'm confused. No, I'm content. <laughs> it's bound to happen eventually. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I could never understand why. You didn't tell your family we were in a relationship until we were in a relationship for a year. That's
0: the one you went with when I'm content? God damn it. <laughs> oh. That's what I've got.
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> you know, we we were we were really close friends for a while, for a, for a long time and I okay, maybe not a year. Let's make it 6 months. Let's make it 6 months, not a year.
0: Um I had finally found something good uh, in being with you. And I, my family, we don't particularly see eye to eye. They are very, they don't particularly like what I do in a career. Um, they are very much like, we want you to marry someone who makes money. Um, and so they always wanted me to be either, Uh, in banking or in finance and they kind of expected me to also marry someone who uh, made good money because they wanted me to like have uh, a bougie house and all that other shit and I don't know it's just like I really why am I arguing this (laughs) I really liked um I remember really liking and like currently liking my job at the bookstore and like I know that you had really loved, um, and still do, your tech job, but like, I just knew that I, I didn't really want to tell them anything until it was like, no, like I'm, we are financially stable, we are fine. Get off my back, and I just didn't really want to open that can of worms. Wow, <laughs>
1: um, but your family always liked me, like. I've I've been over to I'd been over to family gatherings and I knew that they always uh, loved and, and supported me and um, I'd even confessed to one of them that I liked you before we were, we were in a relationship one of your cousins and I guess I guess they kept it a secret but I thought that, I thought that it would be like easier um, like I know I know that your family is. Um, very, has a lot of high expectations but um, I thought that I always met them uh, except for the money thing I guess but I just I thought we were so happy that it would be something that you wanted to like share I wanted to share a relationship with everyone that I knew
0: and I never want to share it with anyone so like I know that you really knew my family super well and like I think you had been there Maybe when I was dating someone else? Probably. But like had you ever overheard them like talking to me about like future prospects because not, not prospects, but like future plans because I always because I always was like it really didn't matter who I brought home. They were basically like we're not paying for start multiple starving artists. like we allowed you to go and get this like frivolous job with the anticipation that you were going to lock down what in the Regency era hell am I talking about but you were going to lock down some money you were going to get your <laughs> you are going to find you a duke and you were going to be rich um but did they like give you an anticipation or any kind of like I know you had talked to my cousins but like my cousins are not this soup like not my parents had you mentioned anything to them um I'm going to pull a move that's in this um, and say
1: uh, that you aren't remembering things correctly because I don't think your parents ever like said something like that. I think that um, they, I mean, jokingly said several things and um, sometimes didn't, but it was always like maybe a couple of brief comments. It was never anything that felt like a whole Lecture, And I certainly never heard anything from like your cousins or anything saying that they got lectures of the same kind. Um, or that they heard that your parents gave lectures because obviously cousins are not like, the same hmm. siblings. Um, and they always seemed like people who would... Who ultimately wanted your best interests at heart. Despite their expectations.
0: Yeah, no, I... They definitely did have my best interest. But... I have I don't know where to go from
1: <laughs> well, I mean uh,
0: do you have Besides a, being like my parents are the Poor's or say you, like fuck do you the have pores. more
1: questions like you're adding a lot of detail here. Um I am you can Which just that say happen? that you don't that you reject the memory. Like you oh, can okay. Do
0: that too. Okay. Uh I reject this memory. Okay. Yeah. I have to ask you a question now, don't I? Or you, you ask
1: it. You say, Who does this make me?
0: Who does this make me?
1: This means you, someone who is willing to sacrifice anything for, uh, for to sacrifice a lot for your parents, for your family's support and validation.
0: Mm. Why don't you believe me? I don't know. Don't ask it like that. Oh gosh, um, I don't believe you because my parents knew that we were really close and that we were together, but they just wanted me to consider, to keep an eye open for rich people and people who might have a more stable financial career. So they knew we were together, but they didn't think it'd be kind of a long-term thing.
1: Mm. Let's go again. You ready to duel? (laughs) Oh, different game, but sure.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, we got this. I can do this one.
1: <laughs> oh, no. What's going to happen?
0: Okay, what's yours? I got excited. Oh, thank God, because I got proud. <laughs> nice. A happy memory. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, so, it was this award show that they were doing at the end of a season of one of your shows. And they had really kind of hyped up, like, you know mvp is a sports thing but they i'm sure do something like it in the theater and so they had pulled together this award of just like the person who worked behind the scenes the most diligently and like had really supported everyone even quietly from the shadows and uh they called you and it was really sweet because you were like Ooh, I don't don't look at me uh in that way you do but i was just so like proud to see that um even if you're kind of like a little quieter and you kind of say to the back, like the amount of work you do, it really helps every one of these productions. And it's so nice to see that your colleagues really kind of appreciate you for it. Oh, this is so much easier. (laughs) I
1: I remember it was excited because you kind of helped to you knew they were planning kind of like a surprise um, reveal of this like information, this award. And you kind of told me about it ahead of time and like hyped me up before we got there. Um, so I was already really excited and like really like ready to go. And we walked in together to celebrate.
0: I reject that. Excuse me. I would never reveal those secrets. No. Um, I knew that like. I mean, you can say you didn't. Re- you aren't remembering correctly. <laughs> so you, you can say that. That seems mean. Okay. It is you know mean. You know what? This <laughs> whole game is this kind
1: of mean. So. Um,
0: you aren't. Re- you aren't remembering correctly. So like, I know before we were leaving to go to the show that night, you didn't even know I was going to go, but I kept kind of like prodding you to go because oh, I kept being like, no, don't worry, I'm totally going to show up. And you had wanted to kind of get dinner right after because a lot of times, because um, this wasn't like the the end of the season, it was like maybe a show or two right before. And you're like, oh, we can just kind of like slip out early because they, after act four scene three they usually don't need any more heavy tech work um and sometimes you guys get like early nights off like maybe one or two um then you're like oh do you want to just get dinner that night and i was like no i have i had been kind of i had been warned by the crew that something was happening so they'd make sure that like you'd stay and we talked to enough we all kind of talk the uh crew's significant others who have to tolerate y'all working late all the time So they knew, they had kind of like let me know that they wanted you to stay, but they didn't actually tell me what it was for. So I just knew I had to be there and that you had to stay there, but I didn't fully know what it was about.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I have any other questions. I'm good to accept this one. (laughs) You gave me a award. You gave me an award. It's really hard for me to say no.
0: (laughs) Whew, it's a lot easier to do
1: these. Yeah, the the positive ones
0: yeah i guess this is i guess this is how like actual life is um okay (laughs) Uh,
1: okay so thank so uh thank you for reminding me uh who does
0: this make me it makes you someone who is so willing to do work from the shadows and like doesn't actually expect it to get rewarded for it and sometimes you're a little shy when you do get the reward for it. And you kind of like, shove you up there and be like, no, you did this thing. You're really fucking awesome. Take credit for it or else. Uh (laughs) And then uh, you should also answer the question, who does this make them to yourself?
1: Right, who does this make me?
0: Um,
1: This makes me someone who uh, works hard for things. Uh this makes me someone who sees the value in the work just in the work not just in the results in the attention. Yee. Uh do you want to do one more round of these and sure. then I guess I guess we call it? <laughs> what would you get? Loved. <laughs> I
0: got mad. <laughs> you're so happy about this i
1: know (laughs) why why is this a thing for you why do you like to be angry when someone else is happy
0: oh just for this chaos just for okay in in actual life um i don't in therapy hour um i don't like reacting to positive things so it's a lot easier to be like oh cool and just like completely swerve around that um, do, do you like me to switch so I'm not mad? No, no.
1: I mean, let's do I could be
0: powerful and then <laughs> conquer the world. You
1: can be angry. You can reject my loved. It's fine. Um,
0: I love you, Erin. <laughs> love you too, Brianna. <laughs> A therapist is going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> we are Lana and Rose. I know. I Rose. love
0: you, Erin. <laughs> I don't know how Rose is feeling because she's about to be pissed.
1: We're trying to figure that out as we do this, aren't we? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> These prompts are not going to make it easy for you. Oh. I'm um, I a mean, right
0: I can figure it out.
1: <laughs> you made sure I knew you loved me when you left space for me in conversations about our relationship. When we were friends, it was a lot of us just, you know, we, we were friends. We liked hanging out with each other. It was awesome. Um... But then when we started getting to a relationship, when we started having those conversations and checking in more often, you've always been the talker of the two of us, which, I mean, I, I love listening to you talk, but it was in the moments when it, you made it feel important or made it really feel important that I was a part of the relationship too. That it wasn't like it was a moment that I was sitting back. Like, I think the memory I'm thinking of is, um, it was about, uh, like two years in where we were really checking in about how long we thought that we were going to be doing this and um, we had shared a quiet dinner in the apartment that we shared at the time and um, you let me talk a lot about how important our relationship was and that was um, I felt really loved
0: oh no I know exactly where I'm taking this oh no did you notice before the dinner if I had been kind of Asking similar questions to that before. We checked in all the time. When you say it was a quiet dinner, I am a chatty person. How quiet was I? I mean, you would ask questions, but you were
1: paying attention and leaving space for me to talk. So it wasn't like you were silent the whole time. You weren't just sitting there staring at me. We were talking.
0: I just had this feeling. I was so angry. And why hadn't we had you said we checked in about this previously right
1: yeah i mean two years is a long time to go without a check-in isn't it
0: how had the nature of our check-ins previously gone i think especially in the first year it was a little rough because
1: i mean we were transitioning from being friends to being in a relationship and it was very i mean it was great and also very anxiety producing (laughs)
0: When we were talking about the status of our relationship, how much did I ask about future concerns? Like, the fu- like, how long we were staying in this apartment, if we were staying in the city, kids and stuff like that. Our previous check-ins had mostly been about where we see the
1: relationship going. So, uh, asking questions about, I mean, how long we were going to stay together would involve getting married and children i don't remember too many discussions about about where we were living at the time i mostly just remember discussions about how long we were going to be together um i remember us talking about the fact that our relationship was important to each other that we wanted to stay together
0: this is fucking hard Oh, it's so hard because it's like so...
1: such a clear idea of what you want. I have exactly. To be, I know, well, but it's you like don't now... remember the memory, do you? Well, you no, it's like
0: it. I want to be like this is the memory, and I'm like that's not the question. That's not the game. <laughs> I am asking you about it, but I, it's just angrily tinged. And oh, I know exactly what this girl is going through in this situation. <laughs> mm. And the prompts are unhelpful because it just it's too aggressive for that. I mean, you can
1: still try to make it aggressive. It,
0: it no it's it's not that it's just like i was furious when it's like that's okay um how much time had i been spending with my friends previously leading up to this talk how much time had i been spending with my friends more maybe We we were pretty comfortable with each other i know that you know commuting and hanging with my friends can take a while were there any nights that i had just randomly before this conversation spent the night with them just like oh it's too long of a trek back
1: i feel like if you i feel like if you have an idea or comment or something that you want to add you should just add it you're really oh, trying to not- shape something here I'm and not i'm feeling a little weird
0: <laughs> no i'm so rose is spending more time with her friends because she's trying to figure out what she sees in this relationship okay that's what you that's what you're that's what I think. I'm, you yeah, she's not, yeah, she's that's that's what I think. That's what I think I remember. And I think I remember just being when you're you said all these really sweet things about staying together, I feel like I remember the other conversations I had kind of been the one to start them and it felt like pulling teeth each time and so For despite the fact that this was not an unprompted one where you kind of were like, I love spending all this time with you and I love being around you, it had come at a time when I was getting incredibly frustrated and really angry. As sweet as it was, I just kept getting so you agree. Oh, fuck. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think you agree. I think I do remember. I think I do. uh, I think this memory is integrated. Mm hmm but not in the way you wanted to buddy I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh no does that mean you win I don't I, it's not really about winning everything is about winning if you believe in yourself <laughs> um so thank you for reminding me You're of welcome. this memory <laughs> what does this make who do, who, whomst does this make me
1: um I feel like I need to let you finish your thought you were in the middle of something and I was just like so I'm right <laughs>
0: No, I my I just very distinctly had this like because it was mad and it's like I've I've been in situations where it's like no I love you so much and we're gonna be together forever and it's like you're not fucking listening to me you were like no matter how many conversations we've had about this before you're not listening to me right now and I have a problem with it right now and you just keep steamrolling over what I'm saying and so my friends are like mm, give you know keep talking to her like maybe like you've been together two years and I'm like motherfucker. I'm just pissed and so I'm like coming home later because I'm hanging with my friends longer and you would then be like oh no I really love you and I really love all the situation and just in the back of my mind I'm like shut the fuck up I'm really pissed right now and so in that dinner that your that Lana saw was really quiet and sweet even though like she's talking but it's kind of like the fact that she wasn't talking that much I think should have almost been like a, a alarm bell i've always thought that your emotions were loud your emotions yeah, and, so are the loud. Fact, and so the fact that her emotions weren't loud it's like because her emotions are very loud so she's very much trying to control her emotion and that's why she's not reacting she's not like loud she's very like mm. oh yes that is nice because she's just trying to like okay don't react to this don't react to this don't react to this i'm very pissed at this don't react to it mm. that's how i'm thinking of her right now okay i'm sorry dice you said mad and i this could have been a happy memory <laughs> But I have to do, like, fucking gymnastics to figure this out. <laughs> uh, this
1: um, makes you... Hold on. Let me tell you who this makes yeah, you Yeah, who does, me, this, yeah, who does this make me? Um,
0: this makes you... Wait, question. Yeah. Do you, the rememberer, know how I felt about the situation? Um, I
1: am trying to tell you what the memory was. Okay. So it, you're not like... You have Ooh, your I just... feelings, but no details. Okay. I'm telling you the details. Okay. This makes you... Someone who makes yourself smaller for people you care
0: about. That is a real nice sentence considering <laughs> the anger I was spewing from my <laughs> But you weren't saying it. Yes,
1: I wasn't. And you're allowed with everyone else, so. Okay.
0: Uh, who does this make them? Mm-hmm. I asked myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I am someone who will do my best to keep the status quo because if i had acted on my emotion during that mem- memory we would have broken up like right then <laughs> be like i'm so fucking furious at you and have been like am- it, i felt like it would have it been a much bigger fight hmm. um so it's someone who like i i assume she knows that like she gets very loud and very emotional when um things are emotional but she can tell when like in a situation she's like okay i need to like completely like just compress stop and like take note that i am feeling this emotion and completely like stop for for when it's like that extreme Mm. where it's like if i react to it i'm going to blow a fucking gasket
1: okay are you ready for one last memory sure (laughs) what'd you get
0: confused
1: i got powerful
0: oh dear this is weird (laughs) it's
1: gonna be interesting
0: I trusted you and you said we'd be together forever. No. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, no, I'm going that way. Sorry, you you ruined it. I ruined it. You you just jumped it. Okay. So we had been friends for God knows how long. We've been in a relationship for an amount of time that feels like it just keeps expanding with every memory. But I trusted you when you said that we would be together forever. And you lied. And you dumped me on a subway platform before hopping on the train and going to your friend's place. Wow. Oh, and you're powerful. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's be
1: what was happening in the lead up to me breaking up, to,
0: up with you? There was a guy on the platform and he kept singing and then i guess he could tell we were standing close together and i i he we had just come back from dinner and guy just kept singing and singing and like i we were supposed to hop on like a downtown train to get home and then it was like something in your eye just like twitched and you're like nope it seemed almost sudden and random but i could but you don't do sudden and random things and so it was so weird that that's how, despite being together for so long, that happened. If you if you reject me, I will... <laughs> You ask me question.
1: <laughs> Hadn't I just finished doing something really important, like for 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 my career? No. Since I seem to be a, a workaholic at this point.
0: You had. There was a show that was going up that had like this really. Fucking crazy set deck, and you, I think, had been like really frustrated because this project had been going on for some time. But yeah, how had our relationship been before the breakup? How did you treat me? Oh, those are two different questions, buddy. <laughs> Answer both. <laughs> the relationship had been kind of stale, kind of frustrated. Um, from my end, I was honestly a little annoyed at a lot of things, and I, I could tell you, you really. You had gotten used to, because we've known each other so long, but you didn't particularly like the fact that I kind of, like, emoted to everything. Um, And I was trying to, like, not do that. And so I think you could tell that I was, like, restraining myself. Um, So everything just became really tense. But I thought that, like, we had kind of at least started working through some of that. And then I broke up with you. And you just broke up with me. Did he give an explanation? No, you couldn't because you had to catch your train and then the door shut in my face and then you went straight uptown. Side note, don't dump people on the subway platform. Yeah, that is what the so fuck? fucking rude. That is like, that is so, that's how you cry on a subway train.
1: Why do you keep making me do such horrible things to your characters? I'm
0: sorry. I got confused and you for, you mentioned that we hadn't talked about breakup yet.
1: Are, are you sure there wasn't something that you missed? about something I was working on and the way I had been acting.
0: If it was something I missed, you hadn't mentioned it and I had noticed you'd been incredibly tense. But like, for some reason, usually you bitch about, you complain about your job to me. But like, for this one, you didn't really go into detail about it. Is there a reason you didn't ask? I had asked like once and you didn't really let me pry. I mean, I guess I'll accept this memory, because uh, the thing I'm thinking
1: of is, like, one of the things that was always really important to us, about, uh, important to me, and something I, I reason I, I loved you and trusted you was because you, you you saw me, you saw when I was stressed, and then all of a sudden you stopped asking me, and you stopped being, your like, you, you started holding back. And I'm sorry, you didn't
0: like my emotional freakout, so... You,
1: I mean, I don't, I, like, you, you shouldn't have, I mean, I guess you changed for me, but, like, not in, like, not in a way that was, like, good for you when you were unhappy, but you wouldn't tell me about it because you were stopped, you stopped telling me things, and then I
0: stopped telling you things. This is why you never change for a significant other.
1: This is why Ding. you never change for, all right, uh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me, I guess.
0: <laughs> way to say it now. Uh, who does this make me? It makes you someone who is willing to, despite the years we had together, allow us to grow apart. Someone who I thought was willing to fight for me slash Rose, but apparently isn't. All right, so who does this make me?
1: Um, this makes me someone who will shut off if I realize something isn't working for me.
0: Oh my God, I've read rom-coms with the love interest like that, and they're so frustrating. <laughs>
1: That's Lana. (laughs) Great. Let's go back to the ending. So the first witness examines their pile of integrated memories and shares who they believe they are based on those memories. And then the rememberer tells them who they believe the witness is based on the rejected memories. Okay.
0: I am someone who is hot headed, willing to like go down to the mat to like make sure shit gets done and is willing to step up when other people won't do it to make sure shit gets done. But also I will try to change everything about myself to make sure that the other person is comfortable. But at the same time, I will like fight for that other person. (laughs) This is therapy.
1: (laughs) So based on the rejected memories, I think that you are someone who is a subject to the expectations of society around her. And who will, uh, when push comes to shove, um, let go of and hide things that she loves in order to uh, seem like she is successful. Okay, now we do it the other way around. Yes. I am someone who won't stick up for the things that I love. I will stick up for other people because I think they need it, but I don't need anything.
0: Damn, uh, I'm kind of seconding that because I have one rejected memory where Lana is so certain that certain people are able to take care of themselves that she kind of leaves them to their own devices and sometimes doesn't think to check in. Mm. Well,
1: uh, um, now we have to decide if we will continue to be in a relationship.
0: You're dumping me.
1: I already did. but Oh, yeah. And I think that, I think that you're better off without me. Wait, even platonically? I think that we can be distance friends, but we need some time. Apart. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that trying to be friends after a breakup was a bad idea.
0: Um, I was kind of actually going in a similar method. I was gonna say potentially continuing to try to be friends. We saw a lot of the platonic and a lot of the relationship. We didn't see a lot of the breakup. But also the way that um, Lana was kind of like, okay, you changed but didn't like this. But also the way that Rose was willing to change in a way that was, like, not healthy for her. Yeah, they need need some—they can be friends but, like, definitely not anytime soon. Not a good couple. (laughs) Oh, God. They just, like, they both just were like, okay, I guess the (laughs) other—
1: This we both were like let's not bother <laughs> the other person with our problems which is like not how relationships i think are supposed to work exactly this is i am not a therapist and i am not a relationship expert but this is a theory that at the very least in a relationship you're supposed to share
0: yeah no it needs to be a conversation you can't completely shut down and be like i'm sure they'll be fine on both especially on both ends cuz it was just <laughs> yeah jesus christ what a mess rose stop screaming at hostesses you're a dick <laughs>
1: Lana, you said please. That please that one. Emote. I was so mad. <laughs> Lana, please the oh. Lana baby. Lana baby. <laughs> okay. Um, the the game actually recommends that we discuss uh, what it felt like to be described by someone else in their memories.
0: That sucked. Holy shit. It was difficult, <laughs> right? It was just so much like, no, and like I'm sure you could hear me do it, but it was like, no, no, actually, this is what I thought. (laughs) But actually, this is (laughs) my memory, yeah. This is why I'm pissed. It surprised me how
1: quickly, how natural it felt to either accept or reject certain things. Like, I had this vision idea of Lana as a character, but then after a certain period of time, like it was very easy for me to be like, yeah, and if this was a memory, then this is probably how Lana felt about it at the time, and just filling in the spaces with the emotion that I had, which I guess is the whole point of the fact that the witness only
0: has emotions. Yeah, uh, Oof, that was hard.
1: Wow. <laughs> that was fun, though. That was really interesting.
0: <laughs> it was cool. I think interesting is a better word than fun, yeah. <laughs> it's more I accurate. Mean, I would do it again. Maybe yeah. not
1: immediately. You know what I Let's mean? Let's do it
0: right now. Next game. No,
1: I mean, I mean, we need to let our listeners go at a certain point. Um... No.
0: <laughs> Thank you to our
1: listeners for
0: listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure to follow us at Gameplay RFB on Twitter. And if you're listening on a podcast app, leave us a review.
1: You can also follow us individually. I am at Erin is a Bird. That's E
0: R Y N is a Bird on Twitter. And I'm at cutebookworm10, uh, the numbers one zero, not the words, on Instagram, on Twitter, other places. Uh, and take care of
1: yourselves and each other. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.